0: on your Tuesday morning back here on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show. We are the number one Nielsen-rated talk show in New York City. Uh, By a good amount, by the way. Kicking the daylights out of Boomer and Geo and uh, Berman and Weedle and all these other uh, folks um good luck to them but uh we're number one because well we're the best and one of the reasons why we are the best is not only are me and bernie very entertaining and very smart but we've got the best guest list anywhere in the country i really maintain that and one of the guys that has become a frequent guest on this show but more importantly a really really close friend of me danielle and my family is a guy you see on fox news all the time he's a great doctor here in new york city and his name is Dr. Mark Siegel. And he's become a Bernie and Sid babe. So here he is, Dr. Mark Siegel. Well,
2: Sid, I think the reason you have me on and why you're such a great show is, first of all, you start the segment with Warren Zavon, an unbelievable icon Nice of call.
1: Music.
0: Yes.
2: And then, and then you allow me to say, starting out, before I get to monkeypox, how ridiculous it is that you can't invoke the name of the great Jackie Robinson without getting attacked as racist. Beyond belief. Beyond belief. Well, it's,
0: it's even worse. Forgetting about invoking the name of Jackie Robinson, that would be one thing. Because then now, yeah, this guy called himself that. I mean, the, the, Tim Anderson referred to himself as Jackie Robinson. To me, that was the major crime. Not what Josh Donaldson said. All Donaldson did was repeat what Anderson said. So I, I commend baseball for only giving him a one-game suspension. But he, I agree with Aaron Boone. Even that was way too much.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, and I don't know why Aaron Judge was uh, jumping on this. I don't, I don't understand it. It's all this PC stuff, right? It's all, uh, it's just you have to constantly be PC. But if we're going to be PC, we got to say how great it is to even talk about jackie robinson and by the way you're absolutely right that the guy does that to, tim anderson does it to, to himself which yep. i think is pie in the sky he's no jackie robinson
1: <laughs> no but he's a
0: great player the guy league in hitting yes, but yes. he ain't no jackie robinson no i mean that's, and, uh, and you talk
1: about disrespectful i mean he didn't yeah. he didn't go through a fraction of what jackie robinson went through how dare you c- compare yourself to jackie robinson and as far as aaron judge goes how, how you explain it cowardice That's how you explain it, in my humble opinion, Uh, Dr. uh, Mark Siegel. I I
0: think Bernie's right. I think it's a bit cowardice. And I also think you're not going to like this, Bernie, smart. I mean, the guy leads the majors with 17 home runs. He is desperately seeking a new contract from the Yankees. We all know that. They're about to start big negotiations. He may get paid more than Mike Trout, upwards of $400 million. He knows where the Yankee brass lies. So he can. uh, his best move would have been to say nothing, But uh, he he is going to be the highest paid player in Major League Baseball in about 15 minutes. And believe me, that's on Aaron Judge's mind when he makes a comment like he made yesterday.
2: Yeah, I believe that. Smart. Sid, you and Bernie don't don't get paid the big bucks by Batidis by being shy about what you think. So <laughs> maybe maybe Aaron Judge should learn to take a page out of
0: your playbook. There you go. The How about that, Bernard? Huh? Aaron Judge. Damn right, Dr. Singer. <laughs> yes. Doctor from downtown. <laughs> now, listen, before so, we get uh, to the monkey pox stuff, so, can I ask about COVID first, Bernie? Just give us the latest on this uh, COVID strain. And, and uh, as far as we know, it's really not very serious.
2: Well, no, it's uh, – all of the Omicron strains have been milder than what's come before. They don't get you sick. You get a flu-like illness. Again, if you've had previous COVID or especially Omicron, you've got some protection. If you've had the vaccine, you've got some protection. And I've got something in my arsenal now that's finally available. I think the administration tried to keep it under wraps as long as possible. But I can actually get you an antiviral drug right now that works really well. So I think we got, we got everything on board to to stop panicking over this thing and live with it. So, of course... They've got to look for something else to panic you over, and now they're bringing out something ridiculous like monkeypox.
1: Monkeypox, Dr. Siegel. Well, well let's, uh, let's hit that right now. Uh, well, first of all, I understand that monkeypox has nothing to do with monkeys. Uh, in your response, confirm or deny that. But then, if you would, uh, give us a brief tutorial of monkeypox and its relationship to, I guess, smallpox. Please. Well,
2: monkeypox monkey came out in 1958 from monkeys, but hasn't been associated with that since then. It's a much, much, much milder, warmer pox than smallpox. Uh, it, the strain that's around now traces back to Africa from 2017-18. I think the reason that it's circulating now to some extent is because of two huge parties in Spain uh, and in Belgium over the last year, uh, bisexual uh, gay par- parties, and a lot of sexual transmission and I think that's why it's gotten into the population but it's something that is easy to control we have a we have the smallpox vaccine if we need it which works against it we have antiviral drugs you can identify it cuz you see somebody with these pustules with with the pox or or with an illness and yeah. you can isolate people that have it it's not not spreading it's not going to be anything like what we saw with covid it's going to be easily contained and of course that doesn't stop the media from hyping the hell out of it and, and I'm, I mean, I don't even know how people could – what are they going to do, hunker down, lock down again? I mean, once again, the rats oh, really? are going to rule the streets. The rats will rule the streets of New York City again. This this is not going to be a major thing. It's, it's more of a media hype job, but it's real. It's just real. And, and here's the thing. If something is real – Bernie said, I think you agree with me if, – if something is real and you don't hype it, they show you disrespect, right?
1: Right. Oh, no, absolutely, uh, without a doubt. And, uh, Dr. Siegel, I w- w- would want to follow up. You mentioned gay or rave party, whatever. And uh, I've only heard you and, I think, Dr. Marty McCary uh, refer to this uh, as a, you know, a sort of a gay type of disease, sexually transmitted. I don't hear that on the mainstream media. I don't hear that on the fake news anywhere else. I mean, are they doing us a disservice when they ignore facts like that, because going back to political correctness, they're trying to be PC by not, you know, wanting to offend anybody.
2: Well, that's absurd, and that is exactly what they're doing. And by the way, you would have you would have thought they would have learned something from HIV, which the same exact thing happened. They wouldn't even call HIV AIDS a disease at the beginning because it was obviously spread among gay men with with gay sex. And 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 by the way, you know, it it, it isn't hasn't been sexually transmitted for the most part before this. So the fact that it's being spread among gay men is really important. It's what we call public health and epidemiology. That's how you trace something. You figure out who's more likely to get it, and you look for it more in that population. And I've been all over this. I I was on Tucker Carlson talking about it the other night, and I've talked about it on TV, and I put it in an article in USA Today. I'm not going to stop on this. Because we have to fight back against this, especially in public health. I mean, I'm no errant Judge. Nobody's paying me $400 million. I'm, I'm paid two cents to speak the truth.
0: <laughs> I know. CNN. You, you got a pair. Actually, said this morning it, it, it's not sexually transmitted. But you do get it if you're in close contact. Well, excuse me, but last I checked, for the most part, sex is close contact. Let's uh, let's go to the story you and I I mean, so ridiculous. Let's go to the story that you and I covered on this show last week. It's not COVID, it's not monkeypox, uh, but it's something that really fascinated me. And you, you you made up a great point, uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, when you brought up the football players for the Giants who were getting cancer. A couple of died, including Doug Kotar, from supposedly the water around Secaucus, New Jersey. Now, Veterans Stadium, Philadelphia, we're getting a lot of cases of former Philadelphia-Philly baseball players getting sick and even dying from brain cancer. What is the latest with the Veterans Stadium disease?
2: Well, you know, I'll tell you what the latest that you haven't heard anywhere yet said is that I got a letter from somebody who, tragically, his father was an usher at Veterans Stadium and died of a brain cancer. Oh, my God. And that was it. A- and that was after everyone was saying, well, how come the ushers didn't get it? How come? How come only the the pitchers and catchers got it? Which made me think of the radar gun and made me think of the uh, the home plate, you know, or, or the pitcher's mound. What did they treat it with? It made me think of the horrible bullpen with the with the pipes coming out and everything. And it was built on a marshland, which is key. But. You know, it turns out it, it, an usher for sure got it, and there must be many, many more. And the, the the person who emailed me said, you know, they've never asked us. Nobody's asked us. They didn't survey this. So if a very famous baseball pitcher like David West or Tug McGraw, who I, I, I mean, Tug McGraw was amazing, amazing. And that song his son, son Tim wrote about him. I, I, you know, the, these are my heroes. But... It could just be said that they're not asking the right people and they haven't really done enough of a, of a deep look into this. And of course, Veterans Stadium is gone now. So it's hard right. to figure this out. But I, I think the Marchland uh, might be it. I don't think it's the AstroTurf. I think it may be something about the horrific conditions around the stadium and the, uh, and, you know, and it
1: and, and really is
2: built on a cesspool essentially. And I think that's what it is. Could be the radar gun though. That, the issue of microwaves and the radar gun has never been never been tested either. But the military has looked at the impact on microwaves, and it can definitely affect your brain.
1: You know, Dr. Mark Siegel on the Bernie and Sid show, I live on Long Island. And uh, for years and years, I drank the tap water here out on Long Island. My family were ardent Poland Spring uh, water drinkers. I'm like, ah. You are a bunch of she-she, uh, you know, trendy uh, whatever, <laughs> wasting money. Just drink the tap water. It turns out the tap water here, what is indeed poison because of the defense contractors uh, let, allowing their waste and their poison to seep into the aquifers. And uh, I, I drank it for years. I, I've only became a convert to Poland Spring in the last couple of years. Uh, do you think uh, perhaps uh, I'm looking at maybe a little trouble in the future for me?
2: I hope not. I, I hope not. But I, and I don't think that the amount you're seeing in the tap water is probably enough. But I think you're right to point it out, Bernie. I also think that it, this is going to shock you that the number one environmental cause of lung cancer may be radon, with with cigarette smoking being number one, of course. Number two, radon. I mean, I think that we haven't looked carefully enough at environmental factors. And you know, when when the when the people at, at Colonia High School in Jersey started getting brain cancer, and they did in a cluster, it turned out that the Manhattan Project had had a uranium plant miles away that wasn't gotten rid of till the night, late 1990s. I mean, or late 80s slash to the 1990s. That's the problem. We don't look enough at this. And the, and the, but, the, but the amount in tap water that you saw, Bernie, is a small amount. But, but you know, so I I'm not saying this is an advertisement to Poland Springs either. By the way, uh, you never uh-huh. know what they're putting in there. You never know what they're putting in True. there. But the, the amount in the tap water is small.
0: You know, uh, you're a doctor, and uh, I noticed that Tiger Woods had a really good day at the PGA on Friday. He had a noticeable limp, but it wasn't all that bad, and he shot well. After he shot a 79 on Saturday and literally quit the tournament, all of a sudden the limp got worse. (laughs) I didn't find it to be a real medical issue. What about you, Doctor? (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I well, let me start with somewhere where you're not going to believe this. Sid. I actually am amazed that somebody that had his back surgery was able to come back because of the amount of torsion you got to put into it. It's the swing is right out of his back. So I, I think he needs a hat's off for making the recovery he did to the level. So, he so did. you're actually. So, so
0: wait, wait. He almost lost a leg. They they seriously considered That's amputating right. a leg. And you're more impressed uh, that he was able to do this with all of his back ailments.
2: Very, very, very impressed. But but then you know when some of this, the rest of this stuff happens, you know he has a long history of alcohol, drug abuse, and a lot of other issues that that can surface. I don't know what's going on with the seventy nine. But I'm still amazed that he – and and even at his age. I mean, he's no Tom Brady, but but, but it, it's really amazing that he made the recovery he did. It really was unexpected, given the injury to the leg and the back. Absolutely.
1: Dr. Doctor Mark Siegel, uh, briefly, I guess, I, I just want to ask how your 90 – I believe 97-year-old dad is doing. He recovered from COVID. And you've got some great genes there, Doc. You're going to live forever.
2: Speaking of, of – Tough as nails. My 98-year-old father, great you ask him. Man, he's coming back from Florida this week which, where they have no medical care whatsoever, but he managed to survive thanks to a tremendous surgeon at Cleveland Clinic down there, Steve Wexner, and he's coming back to New York. The man's tough as nails. After surgery, I'm scanning the pages, Bernie. Looking to see if I can find any morphine that he might have taken. Nothing. He's asking for it, and asking for a Tylenol. The Greatest
0: wow. Generation. Wow, that is a great generation. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, you're terrific, uh, Mark. We love every time you come on. Just so informational, so funny, great conversation. Thank you it's for just doing
2: the like, best
1: work. It's just likable. Yes, very likable. Yes.
2: And, and Bernie, Bernie, thank you. So I'm so glad you're sounding so great and so strong, Bernie. You're great on your recovery. All, all tremendous.
1: You're inspirational. Thanks so much, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you, Doc. Agree. Uh Doctor Morrison. On the Siegel. Bernie and Sid Show. Yep. There you go, Sidney. There he is. He is terrific. A great find by you, Sid Rosenberg, on the Bernie and Sid show. Uh we're coming right back, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it where it is.